from Reminder Media, this is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Hosted by the VP of Marketing, Josh Stake, and Reminder Media's president, Luke Akery. So get ready to hear the golden nuggets that will allow you to live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. Welcome to another episode of Stay Paid Silver Dollars. Luke, I got some new socks I want to show the audience. These socks say, I don't know if we can catch it on the camera. It says, <laughs> I love how you're pulling up your pants right no now. Ain't no bad joke like a dad joke. <laughs> Dude, you're going to love this. So obviously, this is a teaser for the end of the podcast. I got a dad joke. So I want some around. good dad jokes. But yeah. so obviously, I'm having my first kid right in February. And my parents got me a book of dad jokes. And as I was reading it, I just thought of Josh and I kept going, oh my gosh, I'm bringing this in one day. Josh will have a ball with this. Well, we'll have to get on our Instagram, on our state paid Instagram and trade dad jokes back and forth. Yes. It'll correct. be like a, we'll do, maybe we'll do reels. You'll have experience. If you guys aren't Josh following. Josh will have experienced dad jokes. I will have new If you're jokes. not following <laughs> us on Instagram, we're at state paid podcast. Yes. I've been trying to post a lot more. They told yeah. me. Joshua, you need to post more. He did a great clip, which will be probably gone by this point, but of Josh putting my face and his face on Thor. There'll be more. I'm not going to spoil who we're looks doing, better on as Thor. We're doing Double Take Tuesday. So also use that as an opportunity to send Luke and I your questions because we want to do Double Take Tuesdays. We're going to do some where it's like me versus Luke and some things, yes. but we're going to do other ones where it's like Luke and I will each give you a take on a topic. So send in your questions. We want to share that, that stuff with you. But today we're going to be talking about a super, a super, <laughs> a super popular it's, topic. It's a soup. That we get on both our videos and our past podcasts. But this is all about kind of the rookie year in real estate. So we have a lot of new, yeah. this is going to be pretty real estate specific, but yep. you can apply a lot of this to, to many businesses. We have a lot of new agents coming to us and saying, mm -hmm. like, please help me with my marketing. Please coach me on what I should be doing yep. in my in our in uh, my rookie year. So we're gonna walk through kind of the first 90 days. And then at the end of the podcast, we've got a link for you that will take you to yes. the full year, our our playbook for your full year of your rookie year in real estate. But we're going to start off by just talking about kind of, hey, what should you be doing? First thing, you've decided you want to be a real estate agent, either yep. you're younger in your career or yep. you've already had a couple of careers up to this point. And so we're going to walk through that. And the first one really is kind of the most obvious, but it's you have to set up a brand. Like you, if you're going to be an agent, if you're going to be a service-based sales professional, you are your brand. So the first thing you want to do yeah. is set that brand up for success. Remember, if you don't control your brand, it doesn't mean you don't have one. So you'll have a brand. I think that was Ed Stulock that, that gave yeah, us that golden nugget. Yeah, other people will create your right, brand. Right, they'll create your it. brand. Yeah. So it really, it boils down to, like, you got to create your brand, which comes from what? It comes from your why, why you got into real estate, and it comes from your, your unique selling proposition. What is it that's unique about you? What do you represent? What are you trying to accomplish? But let's get a little bit more tactical than mm -hmm. that in the sense of, okay, that's the, the high level. Hey, you got to know what you're all about and why you got into this business. And then you've got to represent that brand. And the most common places to represent that brand are, online, yeah. through your website, through social media. You should get on your social media pages. I believe you got to be on LinkedIn. You got to be on Facebook. You got to be on Twitter. You got to be on Instagram. The other ones, I could give or take. I mean, TikTok, I know people are going to scream. How can you not be on TikTok right now? <laughs> but, um, you know, I think Instagram Reels is going to take over TikTok. That's just my prediction. Yeah. No, but, I always look at brand as sort of, especially <clears throat> for like a, a real estate agent, it's really three parts, right? You've got the visual aspect of your brand, and this is what you're kind of talking about. Like we recommend, even your brother, whenever he started off in real estate, one of the first things I know that he did was, I don't know if it was 
your other brother that took the photos or if he hired a photographer. He hired a photographer. So we hired a local photographer, went out yep. in the street, grabbed a suit jacket, kind of had a cool casual look, took photos around town, then took some other casual photos. Mm -hmm. And the um, the quality that that's going to get you versus, yep. and we tell people, hey, you can stand, you have, a, you have a professional camera in your pocket, you can take your own photo. But the quality of having yep. a photographer come out and help you pose and kind Especially of Especially for like 150, 250 And it bucks. gives you so yep. much content that you can then use on your website, you can mm -hmm. use on your social media. So it's the visual side of it. It's your logo. It's not expensive to have a logo designed. Well, I would also say like, don't fool yourself. I know we don't want to think this way, but people 100% judge you first impression on oh, yeah. just the quality of your imagery. I'm not saying necessarily the way you look, but it's the professionalism and the quality of your shots, the quality of what you're putting out there. They're going to make their judgment. On what to expect from it, your services exactly. based on the quality. They're going to make that judgment. And, and that's okay. Like it's, you're going to attract your tribe. But be aware, like one of the critical things that Steve did that got him to 35 transactions his first year was he did a great website. He did great photos. And this kid had no money. Yeah. He was making $28,000 a year. So I know that's a pain point for a lot of new business owners, a lot of new business or people in real estate. They have no money. You can still do it. Yeah. You can still the other parts of your brand, I would see, is your voice. So you want to try and nail down a brand voice. This is kind of your personality. This is where you really get to shine. And again, be authentic, be yourself. We've talked about that in the past. If you're not a funny person, don't try and create a funny brand. If you're not a super professional, stodgy person, like yeah. don't try and be that just because you think that's what yeah. you should be. Grab your authentic voice and then make sure that you're carrying that through in all of your, your shots, your yeah. photos, your social media posts. And then the last one's really kind of your value proposition. Like what is your value proposition? What are your features? What differentiates you from the other people in the industry? Yeah, and a lot of times that is just literally you. Like mm -hmm. it's your personality. It might not be that you're the smartest at knowing the market. You haven't been in there for 20 years like the veteran. Yeah, look at someone right? like Ed Stulock. I mean, he's got such a quirky, cool personality. Yeah, that's like, just it. It's you. You're you're the product. Like yeah. you are the the thing they're buying in a way. So I think your authenticity comes from just showcasing your true beliefs. Like how do I showcase my authentic self? It's just your true beliefs. Don't yeah. be ashamed of your true, true beliefs. 100%. Next thing is you're going to want to build your database. This is probably... The biggest question inside this question of how do I get started as a real estate agent is how do I build a database? Who do I put my database? Mm -hmm. I don't I don't have any past clients. How do I start marketing to people? Yeah. So your sphere is the most important, right? So the majority of your business in real estate and any service-based sales is going to come from your sphere. That's your friends, your family. And here's the reality is you got to get over the the feeling that you're going to be asking all your family for a favor because you are, <laughs> you right? Are. And and you won't make it in this business if you're not willing yeah. to be like, hey, I need a favor. But understanding that it's not even a favor, the value that you're going to deliver, the passion you're going to deliver, the energy, the tenacity that, hey, this veteran has a hundred transactions they're focused on. I'm focused on one transaction and that's yours. Yeah. And that's like, that's what you're going to bring to the table. But you got to build your sphere. That's your friends, it's your family, it's your social routine. Everywhere that you're a part of, get those names and addresses and put them in a database. Yeah, you, you bring it up. Church, gym, what's your mm -hmm. social circle? What's your mm -hmm. social routine? Who are yep. the people you're meeting every day? Uh, the people you're running into, the people you can build friendships with, the people you can then ask for referrals, ask for repeat. If you're coming from a previous career, add people that you know in that career, not because they're necessarily, they live down the street and they're going to buy a house from you, but they're going to be able to yeah. provide you with referrals or a get you connected with someone else. A lot of teachers That's a because they yeah. had a, a network. So there's a lot of past teachers that we run into. Yeah. And then also when it comes to asking your friends and family, like it really does boil down to belief. If you believe yeah. that you are in this business to help people, yeah. All of a sudden, it doesn't sound like you're begging for favors. Like you truly believe that, hey, I'm here to help people and it'd be a shame if I yep. don't tell you 
what I'm here. Well, to that's do. a great transition into the next, which is generating leads. Yeah, because yeah. after you after you build your b- database, it's like well, it's you, a way to build your database, but also something that you have to begin doing immediately. Correct. Don't wait until like you're halfway into your first year trying to get deals from your friends and family. Start getting out there and generating leads for yourself. Pro- prospecting is the name of the game. Yeah, like you have to as a new agent, new business, you've got to be pounding the phones, door knocking, whatever that. How many? Avenue. How long a day? How many times should you? Be on so the phone I a day? always suggest to people a minimum two hours a day. Mm. Like you should at least a minimum two hours a day in the beginning, spend freaking all day long. If you don't have <laughs> something else to do, don't run towards the operational stuff. Run towards the prospecting. Where should you prospect if you're a new agent? Well, there's a couple areas where you can get transactions pretty quickly. One is expireds. Two is FISBOs. Three is hosting open houses for producers that already have listings that they don't want to be there on a Saturday. Those are great places to start because you don't, you need a transaction pretty quickly. And those are people that are actively looking to sell and either they didn't have success, they don't believe in real estate, or you can attract buyers from a product that maybe is not yours yet, but you're doing it for a, a top producer. And that's how you can build kind of your immediate transactions. At the same time, you're going after your sphere, you're starting to build that brand for the long term. And so I always encourage people, man, if you're not prospecting all the FISBOs in your area, or at least 50 FISBOs in yeah. your area, you're missing out on a golden opportunity. Expired, you can bring something different. What's the thump- something you can bring different? That's your one and only. Like, hey, you're my you're my one and only. I'm going yeah, to literally that. take this to the next level for I you. I love your point about don't, you know, don't give into the temptation of getting sucked into the operations because mm-hmm. that's the easy part. Like, it's so easy to want to sit there and spend time on I gotta build my website and I gotta do this for my brand. Outsource that stuff, delegate that stuff. It is not that expensive, believe it or not, to outsource that because I think Tom Ferry says it, like you are the only one who can generate the leads in your business. If you're a real estate agent, you are the one that generates the leads. You've got to be the one prospecting. So so resist the temptation to get sucked into the operations because it's easy and there's no rejection in operations and get on those phones and start lead gen. Next one is to really start getting some professional looking marketing. So you were talking about this a little bit for the podcast in terms of, hey, you don't have a ton of money when you when yep. you get started off, but you got to look good. So, yep. Well, what I always tell people is like when you start off, you have your sweat equity because maybe you don't have check equity. So the biggest excuse that we hear from new agents getting into the business, and it's not even real estate, it's across all industries, is I don't have the money to spend, so therefore I'm not going to be successful. That's when you put in the sweat equity, right? You put in the door knocking, you put in the cold calling, you put in the pop buys, you put in the time that in the future, hopefully you can write a check for and not have to do it. You delegate it off like you're saying, or you start purchasing follow-up systems, follow-up programs, whether it's print marketing, email marketing, text messages, and you want to do this as fast as possible. Like um, give you guys kind of a little benchmark is a lot of the coaches will teach when you look at your business as a whole and you get a transaction, you should take 10% of that money And that's your marketing budget, Mm. 10%. So when you close your first deal, immediately take 10% and throw it into your marketing. Don't look at it. Pretend like it's taxes. Put it into your marketing budget. Because you have to build this brand long-term. And the only way to build a successful brand is to have high-quality things going out that are consistently done and that ultimately will create impact and brand you as the agent of trust, as the person that they end up wanting to use. And so you're only going to do that if you spend a little bit of money on your marketing. You start getting out in front of people consistently. And I've heard it say, 
you should touch people 33 times a year. I read it in a book some some sometime. I've heard of this book. You've heard of this book? Yeah. Yeah, The Millionaire Real Estate Agent. So you got to figure out how do I get in front of my sphere 33 times? Yeah. You yeah. have to build a marketing Start mapping plan. out and reverse engineering. Mm -hmm. engineering and I think 33 way. is low. I have a financial advisor that's making $6 million a year off their business. There's a client of mine. He does over 200 touch points. <laughs> right? And you think, oh, that's a crazy amount. Well, how often are you talking to your friends? Yeah. It's probably it's probably about 200 times a year. Yep. Right? Yeah. So and you're, these you're, don't have to cost a lot of money. I'm talking text messages. Oh, yeah. Text messages. Yeah. This is Popeyes. This is events. Yep. This is where you see them at church. That could be counted as a touch point. Yep. But he's mapping out, man, I'm touching these people 200 times a year. And he has solid foundational friendships with them. And he creates raving fans and he gets referrals and he's growing a business that's profiting $6 million. <laughs> I'm going to throw out a bonus one here. This isn't optional, but we highly recommend it. And that is get a mentor. Get mm. someone who has been there before. We had a great podcast, episode 179 with Kevin Harrington. He walks you through the process of how to get a mentor. You actually mentored, I, I don't mentored know if you're my brother. Your brother he might that? not claim it now, you know, but he it surpassed happened. me. <laughs> it did happen. Yeah, no, but it's, but it's what someone, did you do every day with him? I called him every day. Exactly. I called him every day and just tried to encourage him to keep If going. nothing else, if you don't want to call it a mentor, call it accountability coach. Mm -hmm. But literally every morning you were on the phone with him at like 630 in the morning. Mm -hmm. Hey, what's your plan for today? Who are you calling? Yep. Eventually he got to the point where you were giving him so much stuff to do. He went and hired like four yeah, people. He did, man. He's <laughs> up to six, I want to say now. Is he really? But here's the thing is that um, really what it is, is that you in your first year of uh, real estate or first year of any business, what do you need to do? You just need to take action. Like you literally just need to start doing mm -hmm. and stop thinking. I know that sounds crazy, but your thinking will evolve as you learn. You're, you're never going to be an expert on the market till you go out and you see every home on the market, till you get with all the buyers and you deal with their objections. Like a lot of times the only way to great experience is through experience. Right. <laughs> Love it. All right. So you can get our full guide on your having a super successful rookie year as a real estate agent at ReminderMedia.com slash rookie. And if you are a rookie and looking for some low cost tools really to start helping you get your email marketing out there to look as great as possible, you can go over to ReminderMedia.com slash digital and check out our digital bundle as well. We can do a free month of the digital bundle for you. So thank you so much for listening. Head on over to Stay Paid Podcast for the show notes and those links that I mentioned, as well as the video of this episode so you can see my super cool socks. And if you're looking for ways to support the show, there's two ways we ask you to do that. First way is to rate us five stars on iTunes and to leave a comment. And the best way is to tell a friend about the podcast and share this on your social media. Luke, what's the difference between a piano, a tuna, and a pot of gold? I don't know. You can tune a piano, but you can't piano a tuna. <laughs> Took a while for the audience to get back there. I saw Jesse's face. She's like, what? If you made it this far in the podcast, comment below. You guys. You can, you can tune a you're piano. You're supposed to ask, what about the pot of gold? you can't piano blue? a tuna. Well, what about the pot of gold? I need to get stuck there. Did I say gold, pot of gold? Yeah. <laughs> can I do this again? What did or you we... say? No, then we're keeping this. Josh wants to do this again, but this is real, ladies and gentlemen. This is live on the air. This is like the third time. What this was it week. supposed to be? I'm incredibly embarrassed. It's a it's a piano, a tuna, and a pot of glue is what oh, I'm supposed glue. to say. And then you're supposed to say, "What about the pot of glue?" And what I say, "Ah, I need to get stuck." There. Oh. If you've made it this far and you realize we butchered a dad joke, that's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. <laughs> I'm Luke Akerin. Here's your action item from this podcast. Memorize your scripts before you... No, I'm just kidding. That's not the action item. The action <laughs> item is this. Is, guys, pick one of these. 
and implement it. And if I would encourage all of you, because I know a lot of you are not new in the business, the one you should be implementing if your business is not where it should be is really the lead generation. So many people slack off, pull back on their prospecting, pull back on their grinding it out. But that is truly what will produce the business that you want. And when you're in real estate, when you're in insurance, when you're in financial advising, you need to make sure you're generating the sales. Sales solves all pain. Remember this, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer in every single industry we've worked in, top producers take action. So take action on that today. 